Welcome to the Dr. Wayne Dyer Radio Podcast. Discover the wisdom and remarkable insights of Dr. Dyer, world-renowned spiritual teacher and foremost authority on how the power of your mind creates your world. So how are things in Maui? You said it was beautiful there. It is. Well, it's always beautiful here. It's uh, paradise. (laughs) Paradise is is wherever I am. And uh, Maui is always, always perfect. Yeah, we've been enjoying some weather here, too. Have you? Yeah, when uh, lots of uh, lots of comments on the new Toy Story movie, um, people calling me from all over the country. Uh, I'm, my voice is in the uh, movie that precedes it, Day and Night, and uh, a lot, I guess a lot of people recognize that, and uh, I've been hearing about it. So, well, you're um, instantly recognizable. Come on, <laughs> they're going to know <laughs> well, that, it's you. That was actually from a, a talk that I gave uh, oh about thirty years ago, uh, and they just lifted it off of there and made me the voice on the radio. Uh, tower um, so pretty neat num- got the number one movie in the country i'm telling you that yeah we I were think, talking uh, about it earlier joe one of my our co my co-worker here said wasn't that dr wayne dyer in the movie before <laughs> he had taken his kids there he said he loved it i haven't seen the film yet but i i think there's a sad part in there i don't know apparently there's i haven't a- seen toy story <laughs> but I, I i did see the uh the, the day and night one um which is which is the little vignette movie that precedes it and introduces the movie. And uh, the two characters are day and night who don't see eye to eye and don't understand each other. And uh, I kind of give them a, a little spiritual message on uh, how to love the mysterious and uh, and welcome the unknown. So you straighten them out. And, yeah, and then that, <laughs> and then that leads right into the uh, the, the whole story of, of Toy Story. Yeah, that's so. pretty great. But how it's d- been getting great reviews. I know that the uh, the Toy Story movie. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. How did that come about? Did someone just call you from Pixar? And well, yeah, the person uh, that was doing the the film uh, was listening to my CDs, and uh, he just loved that message. and And they called and asked permission if they could if they could use it, and wanted to know what I was going to charge. And of course, I said I don't charge for things like that. I I, I just think it's uh, it's not appropriate to be charging money to license your voice. So they were so shocked by that that they decided to not only leave the words in, but to leave my voice in as well. So uh, um, that's that's kind of the way I've always done things. Uh, I used to have an agent years ago who's now passed away who used to say, there's no recording of Dr. Dyer's speeches. And I used to say, you know, Artie, that isn't the way I really want it. Uh, if people want to record my talks and uh, put them out there, I said, that's just more people that'll hear it. So. Uh, I took that little clause out, and I've always, I've never, of all the people who write and ask me for different quotes and different things that I've said in, in many of my books, I've never charged anybody for that. I just, I just, uh, I don't think I, I don't think we own anything. Uh, the words that come through us, uh, even the words that I'm saying right now, I don't own them. They just, they just come through me, uh, and I kind of, that's sort of the philosophy I've always had. Uh, just be grateful and, and allow other people to. Uh, to use any material that comes your way and don't be you know, worried about uh, getting compensated for it. It's just sort of my philosophy. That's yeah, pretty generous. I know a lot of people that feel totally differently about yes, that. Yes, <laughs> most, most people do. And uh, I, it's, it's just, I think if you're on purpose, truly on purpose, and my purpose has always been about just getting this message out and helping to make a big shift in the world. Uh, and uh, I think if you're restricting it in any way or, or telling people that they have to pay you for that, uh, I think you've missed the, I just, I would be off message if I did that. So it never felt right to me. 
Well, I wanted to mention before we go to calls real quick, just to, to say hi to our Australian listeners. You know, we have a good amount of people that listen in Australia, which I, I think is so great. And we're mm-hmm. doing the first I Can Do It there uh, coming up this summer in August. And there's going to be uh, an event in Perth and in Sydney. And you will be at both. I will. It's pretty exciting. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I asked you, how long is the flight there anyway? You know, like 100 hours, you finally get there. <laughs> it's tomorrow. It's, uh, yeah, you, you, it takes two days to get there because you cross the international date line. And, uh, you know, but uh, I've, uh, I think this is my 14th trip down to Australia. The very first time I went, um, I was on the radio in 1977, I believe it was. It was. And they interrupted my talk because... Uh, Elvis had just died. So whatever day Elvis died, I think it was right around the middle of August 1977. And uh, they took me off the air and started playing Elvis music on that particular station down there in Australia, my very first visit down there. So that was uh, 30-some years ago. Wow. That's amazing yeah, that Elvis right. is, is even that huge, you know? That <laughs> oh, he, he was huge down there. My goodness, that was it. No, they did nothing but play Elvis music for days and days and days down there. Yeah. Wow. They were like, get out of here. We're making room for Elvis. Right. Making That's amazing. room for Elvis. Right. Yeah. Well, I hope people get a chance to see you speak and check out some of the other amazing speakers, too, since it is our first event in Australia. So if we have any people listening, any Australian listeners, you know, definitely go to hayhouse.com and check out events, and you'll see the dates for that for Perth and for Sydney. I think that's exciting, you know, again, spreading the message uh, globally, and we're doing Mm. our best. Yes, I, uh, I've had many, many wonderful visits, too. The other uh, time I remember visiting Perth, the very first time, I think, no, it wasn't the first time, but it was a, uh, a time that I had just arrived down there from Singapore, it was um, when uh, Lady Diana uh, was, uh, was killed in the, in the automobile accident. And then two days later, I was to speak uh, in Sydney, and, um, and Mother Teresa passed away uh, at that very same time. I remember finding out about two minutes before I was to go out and take the stage, there was thousands of people at Darling Harbor in, in Sydney, and someone had whispered in my ear that Mother Teresa had passed away the night before, and I said to the audience, isn't that just like her? When the whole world's attention was focused on Princess Diana and the, uh, you know, the, all of the media and everything, uh, this beautiful saint uh, just slipped away so that no one would pay much attention to her, which was very much the way she lived her life as well. Wow! No, I didn't realize that it was at the same time as uh, Princess Di. Mm. It was. Uh, it was. She passed away on the day of her uh, on, on the day of her funeral. And we've got people rolling in now, just about a full board. So with uh, eight, okay, eight minutes, talk to them. yeah, eight minutes of the segment. So it looks like some interesting people too. Um, so, and we never know really where it's going to go. I, I never know what will happen when you start talking to people. So it's always interesting for me. So let's start with Florida. We'll go down to my home state there for the first call. Faye in Orlando on line one. And welcome to the show. You're on with Dr. Wayne Dyer today. Thank you so much for this phone call. I really appreciate this. Um, Thank you, Faye. How are you? I'm, I'm not doing good right now. I'm in a lot of well, pain emotionally and physically. Um, mm-hmm. My question to you is, um, I'm not sure how I attracted this particular person in my life. Um, he came into my life seven months ago, and he swept me on my feet. He was a perfect gentleman, and he made sure that I fell in love with him. And about two weeks ago, I found out he was married. And the whole thing has been just just a total embarrassment. Everywhere I go, he, she was out of town for the last year, and she just 
came rolling into town, and it's, it's been very devastating for me, my daughter, all my friends. We were we were the couple, and I don't know what happened. How did I attract this? I meditate. I've read every one of your books. I do all of the right things. I'm very spiritual. I'm very giving and loving, and I don't know what the lesson is for me in this. Were you uh, were you taken uh, advantage of in any way uh, in, in this? What was it? A six month relationship? Yes. So in what in what way? It was it was we were partners. We were you know we he courted me and um, he helped me out financially. I haven't been working. I just got a job, but I haven't been working. He helped me out financially, so it actually was more beneficial for me. But it was just mm-hmm. a whole traumatic experience. What happened? The lies. I found out so many lies about him that he was, he had two felonies. Um, just lies after lies after lies. And mm. I'm just devastated. It's very and interesting. I'm, I'm having a hard that, that time this, Yeah. That this would be the first call. Um, <clears throat> because uh, last night I, I watched a film uh, called An Education. I don't know if you've seen it or heard about it. No. Um, but it's the, it's the story. It's almost as if you just told the story of that movie. It was a, it was nominated for the uh, best best picture of the year this year. It was a, I, I was of a young girl who was swept off her feet by a, a man who was married, and this was sort of uh, something that he had done on on many occasions. And the the lesson of the movie uh, is very interesting. I just watched this just a few hours ago, and that you would be the first caller was, um, you know, that she instead of taking it in in the way that you're taking it, you know, as a devastation, and yeah. as this horrible, and, and 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 turning it into, you know, like you were used and and feeling guilty and feeling horrible and and embarrassed and humiliated and all of those kinds of. Uh, things that are just choices that you're making to react to it this way. She uh, instead took it as a, a, a as a great learning experience, um, and and just um, you know vowed to you know not be so gullible in the future, and uh, and and moved on with her life. And that's exactly what you have to do, Faye. There's nothing else left for you to do. Uh, you weren't uh, you weren't. Uh, uh, hurt and, and 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 you know deliberately and so on the man probably he may very well have had very profound and deep uh, loving feelings for you um and yet he's uh, one of these people that uh you know has uh you know has a little racket going or something like this uh, uh and and filled with lies and so on but i i, I wouldn't be um, i wouldn't be putting myself down and finding fault with myself and and hurting myself over this at all, I would say, you know, I I, I was open. I allowed myself. I had a, I had a great six months. I found out that uh, you know he had lied to me. I will move on and uh, and I'll let it go. What? Why not take that that stance instead of this devastating stance that you're taking? It's not. It's easier said than done. And I'm trying. I'm really trying. Hmm. Um, yeah, but I know. I'm, I'm trying yeah. to move forward. Yeah, that's what you have to do. And instead of looking back on it as like what a fool you were uh, and all of that, uh, you weren't a fool. I mean, uh, this this you you believed, and and you're an open, honest woman, uh, and you trusted. And it doesn't mean that everybody else out there is that way. Um, in fact, he he represents uh, the minority. What has happened to him now? Is he is he having any contact with you at this point? Or? No, I don't want to talk with him. I really don't. Sir? I need I need total disconnection from him. And mm-hmm. her, he was. He was trying to be my friend, and I'm like, no, this can't happen. I, I need, I need to heal. I need healing moments. I need to get away right. from everybody. Mm-hmm. So I've disconnected, and I don't want any part of it. Yeah. 
but I would I would take it as something that uh, that I you know to learn from uh, rather than hurting myself and and filling myself with uh, with all of this uh, internal you know disruptions in, in, in your life but I would let that go thank you so much let's go to Terry in Phoenix Arizona online for us she's been very patient and welcome to the show Terry you're on with dr. Dyer well hello dr. Dyer it's just so wonderful to talk uh, with you today and Likewise. you answer <laughs> you answered so many of my questions I'm a nurse thinking to make a huge uh, life shift I currently work in the pharmaceutical industry I'm thinking about Mm. becoming a life coach uh, and helping others. And you answered a lot of my questions with your previous caller, Mm. who ironically was a life coach. But I have another question, and this is about, um, as a a psychologist, you'll probably groan and roll your eyes when I say a friend, but it truly is about a couple of friends who are spending a lot of their time on weekends uh, doing past life regressions. And I've never done this myself, but uh, they're involved in uh, group work with an intuitive healer and past life uh, regression with a channeler. And I was just wondering, one of the friends was recently told that her shoulder pain was caused by uh, her father in another life when he sexually abused her. And I guess my question to you is, how do you feel about this kind of inquiry, spending your time doing this, and negative information you can get from past life regression. Yeah, I think you have to be very cautious of, uh, about that. Um, although I must say, I've I've had a couple of experiences like that that were transform transformational. Um, when my my wife and I separated uh, ten years ago, uh, about a year into it, uh, there was a period of time when it looked like it could get into. Uh, a very unpleasant and nasty kind of uh, situation with l- lawyers charging outrageous amounts of money and seeing, you know, a high-profile case like this, and and um, my wife getting caught up in it, and myself getting caught up in who's right and who's wrong and who's who's going to get this and get that. And I did a, a, a what what this woman called a, a past life regression, a 15-step thing that I that I did, and it was it was truly one of the most significant things that I've ever done in my life. But I went all the way back in this beautiful experience to um, to the time of St. Francis, uh, where I was so either with St. Francis or Saint, or myself as St. Francis, because he has been such a huge influence, impact in my life. Uh, and I wrote an entire book on based on the, the you know the prayer of St. Francis. There's a spiritual solution to every problem. I've gone to Assisi on many occasions um, and, and really felt the presence of this beautiful being in in my heart so often. And in this uh, past, in this regression thing that I did for that lasted about three hours, uh, Saint Francis said said something that, that what all you have to do is just create peace here. You know that uh, it's like the the line I can choose peace rather than this. And I remember uh, coming out of that and calling my wife and and talking to her and and asking her if we could just do this in a very very peaceful, loving way. Uh, because uh, Saint Francis had had offered this as a uh, as a way, and from that moment on, we never had uh, one bit of conflict. We got rid of all of the lawyers. We got rid of all of the. The, the fact is that we're st- still separated. We're still married, um, but but we've res- everything was resolved peacefully as a result of that particular afternoon that I spent three hours in that past life regression. Whether it's authentic or not, I mean, how can I how can I say? But I think going back in your life and and finding fault with somebody that they did to you in a previous life, I think that uh, 
you know, and, and then filling yourself with rage towards someone and, and making that auth- authenticated, I think you'd have to be very, very careful with that. But I do think the experience can be valuable. Can be valuable. I, was, I believe what Salopa said, have a mind that's open to everything and attached to nothing. I'm open to all possibilities. A great question from Tony here. He's calling from Sacramento, California, on line 10. So I wanted to go with him. I think a lot of people have this question. And welcome to the show, Tony. You're on with Dr. Wayne Dyer. Hi, Dr. Dyer. It's an absolute, Hi, Tony. absolute pleasure to be speaking with you today. It's been a huge fan. You, do you know why there are so many Italians in New York named Tony? To New York. That's right. When they were getting on the boat, they stamped on their forehead, to New York, to my, New York. My dad was one of them, yeah. <laughs> I love that. I think that's a yeah, great that's image, a isn't cute it? One. That's a Everybody cute gets one. off. Oh, another Tony. <laughs> What's well, on your mind, my friend? All right. Well, basically, um, you know, here's my situation. I'm, I'm 40 years old, um, and you know, so, so far in my life, I mean, I've created, you know, this been so much abundance in my life you know I, I got a great great marriage um married to a wonderful woman for 11 years got two great kids you know healthy my health is just you know uh, all of our health is, is perfect um just my pie of life for the most part is is really good my spirituality just in the past couple of years however <laughs> there's one aspect of of this that is just not uh going the way that i want it and it's my career um mm-hmm. And it's just kind of in the past, I'd say, five, six years, it's just just been a downward spiral. I've lost passion for what I do. Um, and, you know, it's it's resulted in, you know, a, a, just a, a down performance, um, finances, uh, things like that. My wife's got a you know, great career herself. But at the same time, I, I feel like I'm just kind of floundering around. Um, I, I just don't know, you know, what you know, what steps I need to take. Um, basically, my question is, I, I, I constantly fear, you know, that, you know, the future, you know, that what lies ahead just because, you know, business is down, uh, things aren't good, and I, I don't like, I, I don't particularly like the way that my, my, I'm a healthcare professional. I don't care mm-hmm. the way my practice is going right now. Um, so I, I think my biggest obstacle is living in the present moment and i find that so difficult to do um and you know i i you know i, I live for you know uh you know regrets of the past um mm-hmm. some decisions i made some business decisions you know should i have gone into this future into this uh career and then i fear the future you know am i going to be able to pay for you know this and retire and, mm-hmm. and this and that and so i guess my question to you is um what is what is just the best way that you can you know recommend is in staying in the present moment and just you know uh, just enjoying every every moment as yeah. it goes on. Well, the truth of it is, Tony, that you you don't know how to live any other way but in the present moment because that's all there is. Um, everything that's ever happened to you in the past didn't happen in the past. You know, it happened in the present, and and likewise about the future. There is no future. There's uh, everything that's going to happen in the future will only happen in the present moment. So your relationship to life is really your relationship to the present moment. And what you're not, you're not talking about your inability to live in the fully in the present moment. You're really talking about your inability to in, enjoy being where you are and to and to 
to recognize that it's exactly where you're supposed to be, where you've chosen to be. But l- take a look, for example, at this career. You say you're a healthcare professional. What what does that mean? What what? I'm a, uh, I'm a chiropractor. Okay. So uh, th- is this a profession that you feel that you don't want to continue? Uh, um, you want to continue doing? Is it? Uh, I'm unsure. I'm unsure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I you know, I, my my passion lies in uh, you know helping people get better through uh, you know uh, you know. Uh, nutrition and exercise and you know just a healthy lifestyle mm-hmm. um, right. and it's it hasn't been that way in my practice just because I've created it that way but right. um, but now you know I really want to just kind of refocus my whole practice um, to that you know in that in that direction um, mm-hmm. so and I'm, I'm starting to take you know small steps um, you know, I've been holding class. You know, I teach a lot of classes to you know the outside, you know, just to the public um, on you know you know detoxification programs and things like that. Mm-hmm. And that's that's my passion. That's what I've always felt. And yeah. Um, so so I, what, what would ahead. be a good way for you to f- fulfill that? I mean, would you like to write about that? Would you like to create uh, CDs? Um, uh, you know, like a program like that. I mean, do you feel that uh, that you have you know an extraordinary message to uh, to to reach other people with? I do. I mean, I you know mm-hmm. I have a, a a great message. Um, you know, I want to get it through to my you know to my current practice. You know, to my current patients, uh, and then also mm-hmm. you know um, you know people in general. Um, and you know, I want to create you know this in my life. Um, and uh, you know, as well as you know, speaking, um, which I already do. Yeah. You know, of course, CDs, websites. I mean, that's all. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the kind. That's the kind of thing I would. You know, and I, I can really relate to this what you're talking about because it's exactly what I did. I mean, I just I started giving small lectures, and then I started taping them, then I started writing a book about it, and then I, you know, and then I st- started making presentations, and then larger ones, and then I did it through you know did it on television, and then through PBS, and 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 it just kind of grew and grew and grew, and I never felt like I was really stuck in uh, you know being a psychologist. I mean, I had a practice and I was a professor. Um, but there was a part of me that was saying, "This is, you know, I'm here to do more," and I, and I knew that I was here to make a bigger impact and to right. do it on a on a larger scale. Right. And rather than focus on all the reasons why I couldn't do it and so on, um, I I would start. I would rec- really recommend that you write something about it. You know, uh, Hay House has something called Movers and Shakers. Okay. I don't know if you're fa- if no. you're familiar with it or no, not. But, no. Uh, it's about how to get published and how to make you know make an impact. Uh, you can go, I would go on the Hay House website and, and check it out. There's one coming up in uh, in Toronto, I think, in September. In fact, my daughter's going to be at it. Uh, okay. And they really look at the ways to make a to make that kind of an impact. You know, there's also something that just keeps coming up for me, and it's called ART. Are you familiar with ART in chiropractic? Active release technique. Yeah. Right. Right. Have you done that? Are you familiar with it? I'm, I'm familiar with it. I, I don't do it myself, but I definitely have inquired about it. Yes. Yeah, I would. Uh, I don't know. For some reason, I keep t- I keep wanting to say to you, uh, check this out a, a little more thoroughly. There's something very profound in active release technique. Okay. Uh, I know for myself that it, it made an incredible impact. Uh, on me uh, with someone with a practitioner first from a medical doctor in New York who told me about it and then from a practitioner that is here on Maui and for some reason I just saw you checking that out and and introducing that into your practice and maybe writing about it because nobody has really written about this idea that you know pain can be removed uh, not necessarily through the cracking of bones and so on but by actually uh, you know taking the pressure off where it is 
through these incredibly beautiful stretching things that, uh, yeah. that, that can make a huge difference in a very, very short amount of time uh, combined with nutrition. Yeah. For absolutely. some reason, I keep wanting to say that to you, so uh, well, I would recommend. That's good yeah. to know. That's good to yeah. know. Well, excellent, and excellent. Any kind of impulse that you have uh, like that, uh, it's uh, you, you've got a great voice and a, and a, and and you sound like you're uh, you know you're really in a sort of a spiritual domain in these days. I think you you have something to offer the world uh, in a bigger way that you've just not let yourself do yet, and it may come from you know, your lack of confidence that you can that you really have the ability to make it happen. And right. I think you could be you you could be. Uh, a very, very, very big influence in this field. To find out more about Dr. Wayne Dyer or any other Hay House author, please visit hayhouse.com. Thank you for listening.